This is Lana Straub for KXWT, and we're talking today with Krista Schuyler, photography and wildlife conservationist. Krista is the author of the book, Continental Divide, Wildlife, People, and the Border Wall, printed by Texas A&M University Press. Krista is based in Washington, D.C. Her work has appeared in National Parks, Defenders, High Country News, Ranger Rick, National Geographic News, Audubon, and Outdoor Photographer. She is a member of the International League of Conservation Photographers and the North American Nature Photographers Association. So, Krista, how are you? Pretty good. Krista, you and I met at the Society for Environmental Journalists Conference in Lubbock last year during a signing event for your book. Tell the listeners a little bit about your background and why you became a photographer. So I started off doing political journalism. Um, and I was doing working for Congressional Quarterly and the Center for Responsive Politics and working out of D.C. And I, I think I just got a little frustrated with that and with the way that, uh, you know, it just seemed all to be about politics and that, you know, it wasn't really what I was interested in. So I, I started shifting into um, conservation, environmental writing, um, wildlife photography um, about 13 years ago. And... Um, started working just doing freelance work for magazines and and websites and newspapers and stuff. Krista, when I first met you, I was intrigued by this wildlife issue with the border wall that, frankly, I had no idea was a real issue. Tell us, was there a single event that inspired you to work on the project that eventually became Continental Divide? It was a culmination, but there was a a particular story that got me interested in the borderlands. Um, I, I'd worked quite a bit in the Southwest because I uh, went to school at University of Arizona and had spent a lot of time in the Sonoran Desert. So I had some interest in the region, but I had gotten a story about a herd of bison um, that traveled across the border just about every day between New Mexico and Chihuahua. And um, I had a story uh from Wildlife Conservation Magazine that sent me down to, to do some research and photography about those bison. And I happened to be in a plane sort of looking for the bison with a scientist um, right at the time when a couple of them were crossing over the border. And at the time, the border was a three-string barbed wire fence that the bison broke down so they could get back and forth across the border. Um, but right around the same time was when the U.S. started building the border wall. And so um, it was kind of this moment where I saw the really specifically what the impact to wildlife was going to be because this herd of bison is one of five free-ranging herds left in North America. And its food resources were mainly on the north side of the border and its water resources were mainly on the south side of the border. So any barrier going through that that region was going to split its food and water resources. So I think that moment right then sort of crystallized how important this issue was for wildlife and um, kind of made my decision that I was going to try to do something to help people understand that. I'm sure listeners want to know what you feel makes the wildlife issue at the border so significant, significant enough to dedicate an entire book to its cause. Um, and 2007, the first thing I did was to go to the International League of Conservation Photographers, um, which I recently joined, and ask them if they would let me organize an expedition with um, 12 other photographers and a video team. And we traveled the entire border um, for about a month and took photographs and video 
Um, and then I put together an exhibit and a multimedia video uh, about that expedition and showed it in Congress and have been showing it around the United States. Um, so that was sort of part of the project. And then I just continued doing stories. And about three years ago, I was talking with Texas A&M University Press and said, you know, I've been working on this project. Uh, would you be interested in a book? And they were very interested. And so that's kind of how the book got going. And it came out in October of last year. And so I've just been trying to use the book to raise awareness. And I've been delivering copies of the book to members of Congress and um, just trying to do talks anywhere I can and, and get the word out. Immigration reform is a hot button topic in Congress and in each of the border states. Were you active in immigration reform before the book? I was not. Um, the first I started getting, I mostly do work on wildlife and conservation. And so, you know, initially it didn't occur to me that those two things would be related um, until a friend of mine who was a immigration, not immigration, a, a friend of mine who was a, um, a wildlife attorney, he was an environmental lawyer, um, was doing some work on the impact of border security on the U.S.-Mexico borderlands, the wildlife and wildlands. And I helped him with a report that he was working on. And then he was actually one of the attorneys that took um, a case against the U.S. government all the way to the Supreme Court. The case was about um, the Department of Homeland Security building wall in a protected um, wildlife corridor in the Rio Grande River. Not, sorry. Um, the case was about a protected corridor on the on the San Pedro River in Arizona. And he'd been working on that case, and I was sort of following it through him. And that was right about the same time that I saw the bison um, crossing the border. So they sort of all came together. But prior to that, I hadn't really done much on immigration, um, with the exception of my, my uh, master's thesis in school was actually about immigration policy and the way that the U.S. media covered immigration as an issue. So I did have a little bit of background, but that was probably 10 years before I started this project. If you're just tuning in, welcome. This is Lana Straub with KXWT, and I'm talking with Krista Schuyler, wildlife photographer and author of Continental Divide, Wildlife, People, and the Border Wall, a book about the collateral damage that the U.S.-Mexican border security wall has created for the wildlife that live and breed on the U.S.-Mexican border. Krista, is there a wildlife situation that you encountered while on expedition, photographing and documenting these animals that touched you more than any other? Um, you know, I got involved in this because of wild species and the environment, but this issue is so tied into migrants um, and human rights. And and somewhere along the way, I had read a book about a, um, a cemetery in California where a lot of the migrants who had died in the desert were placed when they couldn't find um, any names or families to go with them. And so I visited that cemetery. And um, I think the people you know who ultimately ended up there probably touched me in, in a way that, that um, I didn't really expect because I was really coming at this from an environmental standpoint. But their story 
is so tied to the wildlife and their migrations and, and is so incredibly heartbreaking. You have a dedication in the front of your book. It reads, For the bison of Hanos Hidalgo, long may they roam. For John Doe, 07-177, may he rest in peace. And for Borderlands hero, Raul Grijalva, may he never give up. What can you tell us about this intriguing dedication? So one of the dedications goes back to um, that, that cemetery that I just mentioned, because I was actually going to look for um, a person who was a John Doe, um, whose story was told in a book called Hardline. And uh, he, was, he was given the name John Doe 01-177, and I, I went looking for him in the cemetery, and I didn't actually find him per se, but I found all of these other people whose story had ended the same way. And so the book is dedicated to him in particular, but really to all of those people who um, have come across this line and not made it. Um, and then it's also dedicated to those bison, uh, the bison of Hanos Hidalgo, uh, because they were you know, they were the wild species that originally got me interested in this and, you know, whose story so clearly is impacted uh, by what the U.S. government is doing on the border. And then the third dedication is to um, Ro Grijalva, who's a representative in the U.S. Congress out of Tucson. And he, for the past eight years, has been um, the loudest voice in the U.S. Congress for the wildlife and the environment on the U.S.-Mexico US border. And so my hope in dedicating the book to him was just, you know, to, to try to encourage him to continue to speak out because very few people in Congress are doing so. No one would equate a wildlife book with immigration reform, but you've been pretty busy since the publishing of your book in 2012, doing just that, promoting reform through wildlife photography. Can you tell us more about some of the unique ways you've been using your book for immigration reform? The biggest way has been to uh, head a fundraising campaign on Indiegogo, and I raised uh, enough money for 270 books. And I've been walking through the halls of Congress and meeting with uh, staff of, of senators and representatives and handing out the book, uh, trying to encourage them to consider the collateral damage of these policies that they're creating um, on the wildlife and the environment and the people of the borderlands. And, um, you know, right now it's looking pretty grim because the Senate, what they came up with that was uh, immigration reform, sort of couched in immigration reform, but actually is heavily border security, which, you know, a lot of the money is, is being slated for walls and uh, militarization and further waivers of environmental law, uh, all things which have been shown not to be effective and to be wasteful of taxpayer dollars. So the hope is to go and make these visits and to try and get the emphasis off of border security, where it's been for the past two decades, and get it to focus solely on immigration reform, which is where the problem lies in the first place. Um, so that's kind of the been the main thing. I I've also been you know, making trips around the country, doing slideshows, um, talking to universities and um, other groups of people, um, just to try to get them to reach out to members of Congress and say, you know, 
there are there are implications to this policy that you are not considering and and we care about wildlife we care about the environment we care about environmental law and we think you know congress ought to be following those things if you're just tuning in welcome this is lana straub with kxwt and i'm talking with krista schuyler wildlife photographer and author of continental divide Wildlife, People, and the Border Wall. Krista's book was recently chosen by the American Library Association for inclusion in its annual presentation of The Best of the Best from the University Presses, Books You Should Know About. Krista, you've gotten great feedback from the readers about this book. Daniel Millis, Borderlands campaign organizer for the Sierra Club, has said that your voice and camera bring the reality of the borderlands to the continental divide and present it to the reader as it is. You told us before the break that you raise money to get your books into the hands of over 250 members of Congress. What kind of feedback have you gotten from the members of Congress about your book? So I've had letters from three or four members of Congress, I think two senators and two members of the House. Um, Mostly I've been talking to their staff, and probably I would say 50% of the staff their response to me is, wow, I had no idea that there were environmental issues involved in this, and thanks for coming in. So that's great. Um, whether or not that's going to change their minds about the politics of this issue is another matter entirely. And um, I think that remains to be seen. We'll see what the House does. The Senate came up with a very, um, very bad proposal for the borderlands. So it depends on what the House decides to do and then whether they can conference with the Senate and come up with something that's a lot better than what the Senate did. Do you have plans to return to the border for more work on the Borderlands Project? I don't have immediate plans. Um, you know, the hope, my hope is that the, Senate, uh, the House and Senate do not decide to build more wall, um, that they decide to focus on immigration reform. If they do decide to build more wall, well, I'll be back down there taking pictures of the damage that it does. But right now, it's I think the work is more in Washington, D.C., um, trying to help them understand the impacts of the policy. You took an expedition crew to the border during the researching and writing of this book. Do you have any plans of making a documentary about your experience? You know, a couple people have asked me about that, and I don't have any plans right now. Um... Funding for those kind of things is, is, you know, it's kind of tricky to get. And because we did a documentary when we did the expedition, um, I'll probably stick with that for now. But, you know, it really depends on what happens in the future. If, if wall building continues, that's probably something I would pursue. Krista, it's been so interesting to speak with you about this project. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners about your book, Continental Divide? Or about the Borderlands Project? So it's available, the book is available on Amazon.com. Uh, it's available at Barnes & Noble. Um, really, any bookstore you go to, they can order it. Or you can, if you want a signed copy, you can go to my website, which is um, enviro-pic.org, so enviropic.org. Um, you can order the book. If you would like to reach out to your members of Congress, that would be fantastic. Um, and, and one great thing you can do if, if, you know, if you're up for it is buy a copy of the book and take it directly to them and ask them to read it. Um, or, 
you know, get the book yourself, read it, and then take it to them and, and show them things that you think that they ought to know about. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> this is Lana Straub with KXWT, and we've been talking to Krista Schuyler from her home near Washington, D.C., about her new book, Continental Divide, Wildlife, People, and the Border Wall. Thanks so much for tuning in. For KXWT, I'm Lana Straub.